caution. You just do it under voice memos or what? Yeah, I just use the voice memos app. We are uh, doing a slight bonus episode this week, uh, covering some sports topics. Uh, on a prior episode, we had talked about uh, expanding into different things besides just movies. And this is going to be one of those shows. Uh, I'm joined by my buddy Lucas and Will, who I went to college with and have been friends with for years. Uh, how you guys doing? Doing well. How about you? Thriving. Will? Glad to be here, Scrap. Glad <laughs> to be here. Well, uh, I am not sports guy. But you guys can probably tell based off of uh, the prior movie podcasts. Uh, so these two are, I'm just cheating and getting them to help me get caught up on what's going on with sports and COVID. And figured it was good timing since we had opening day this weekend for uh, baseball. You guys catch any of the games? Yeah, I uh, absolutely love baseball. Baseball and it teeters on my favorite sport with with football and then basketball as well. Um, the Thursday night games kicked off with with a with a good pair. Watched both of those. Fell asleep on the couch with the dog. A um, couple of good games. One of which ended with a monsoon. Um, and so the first game of the year, uh, after months of waiting, ends uh, after six innings. And so that was absolutely marvelous. And about the only way a 2020 uh, game game could could end opening day could end and then uh, watched my Braves throughout the weekend and uh, saw some of the Marlins madness as well as that's opening as well but it's been a good been a good time hopefully it lasts not exactly uh, overly hopeful you think the season's gonna get cut short um or shorter <laughs> <laughs> well they've got so many different like moving pieces it's it's hard to tell just with the outbreak on one team you don't know uh how they're going to handle it like how are they just going to boot the orioles for a month or or a couple weeks until they can get that under control and then they had to suspend tonight's game uh the yankees versus the phillies because the orioles were the uh the visiting team at the phillies uh arena so oh no uh, so where do you put the marlins marlins yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna have to uh, um, fumigate everything that the, that the Marlins guys touched, and and you know, who knows what decision they're gonna make. I think it's kind of up in the air at this point. Yeah, I saw a joke today that so the first game that got canceled was today's Mar. So it's and this is this is what we see because baseball is too many personnel to bubble off the same kind of way that a football football would be as well. Um, but it's just wild how the dominoes fall that the Marlins had, I think it's 14 positive tests um, in the past two days. And, and so the Marlins played um, the Marlins played the Phillies yesterday and then tested 14 people positive. And so now they're set to, they're set on a getaway trip to back to Miami. They were playing in Philadelphia and so now their game is canceled because they have the 14 tests and the 14 test positive, the Phillies game as they um, headed off uh, to play a different team today, that game gets canceled as well um, or postponed. They're still dreaming of playing them all. It's going to be a, a double header filled 60 whatever days. Mm -hmm. it, and like, like. If you have to tell 
Marlins have 14 people test positive. Either you field, you pull people up who aren't sick, who probably aren't, uh, definitely aren't start, you know, 100% starters, and or do you have them sit out entirely for a month? And what does that look like for like if anything competitive counts at the end of the year? You know. Uh, yeah, they they gave they gave each team a uh, a certain number of players in their bank that they could um, activate along the way, and I'm uh, even even that number, which I, th I think was close to fifty, I can't remember it right off the top of my head, but um, even that number might get exhausted if a team's dropping fourteen positive tests and okay. more to come. That's four days. If if you have four days like this in a season, you've dropped you've burned that entire bank. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, once you test positive, if, even if you're feeling fine, I mean, I think, I think you got to be out at least two weeks. Right. So that's two weeks where, where you lose those players. And if more test positive during those two weeks, at some point, um, you know, during that two weeks, span, you may, you may run out of guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had, I had a friend too. who uh, tested positive with it actually. Um, she got it, uh, was fine after like three days, and she worked at uh, Emory uh, Healthcare. Um, but they, she got a test like every two days, and it took two or three weeks before she uh, tested uh, negative again. Um, so even though she was asymptomatic after like that third day, it was still lingering in her system and potentially, you know, a risk for everybody else uh, for at least three weeks. Yeah, and that's that's the thing that's in, in, interesting, especially with all of these players and athletes being younger, because people a lot of times will say, um, oh, it's okay, they're asymptomatic. Well, the asymptomatic people are like, it's almost like a, the silent killers, because it's like they don't, they, they're carrying it and handing it off to people, but don't have a clue um, right. that they're doing it, so... Yeah, and all the coaches are older too. I mean, mm -hmm. half of them, I mean, most of them are old. So a player tosses one to the coach and, you know, it could be serious stuff. Yeah, get the coach in the Pope mobile. Oh, yeah, and it's also – so uh, several teams also are, are kind of interestingly um, have – there there have been opt-outs. Players have opted out. The, the Braves had several opt-outs. Um, I'm a Braves fan. And, but the Braves also have one player that's playing, Adam Duvall, who is an at-risk. He has type, type 1 diabetes. And so um, it's just kind of interesting to watch how all of those play out. For sure. Um, I know you guys are in the uh, deeper in the world of sports betting than I am. Uh, was there a good uptick uh, seeing people excited that uh, sports are back? Is there good betting going on with all of that? I saw a bunch of a uh, bunch of betting going going on with with UFC and whatnot, but that, that was to be expected. Um, as far as as far as baseball goes, I'm sure it's it's um, seen an uptick. Uh, I really haven't um, dabbled too much into that yet. Uh, it's it's hard it's hard to want to commit to that too with with these different players being out and whatnot. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh... But, uh, yeah, I mean, it'll just be interesting to see. I mean, I remember, like, the first two weeks of COVID, you saw people, like, betting on marbles on YouTube, uh, rolling down a hill. Like, the links that some people were going to just to get bets in was wild. 
<laughs> oh, oh, degenerates. Yep. <laughs> All right. The, we can pull that segment. Uh, Lucas does not bet. <laughs> Correct. I do not. If I were a gambling man, though, I would have bet on some weird stuff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, we all are part of the same uh, college football tailgate down at Auburn. Uh, you guys think we're going to get any – I know they've already talked about uh, just doing in-conference games uh, and that sort of thing. You think we're even going to get that by the time it gets there? Oh, it's so it's so tough. You And, and everyone has a, an opinion on this because um, that's just the, the world we're in. I – I have opted to, uh, this is what I'll, I've been telling people, I, I have opted to um, just kick all of my, um, to kick all of my expectations to the curb. That way, anything that gets played is just a delightful little treat. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I, I still think, I think if you had to make me, make me pick, I think that conference games happen, maybe. I think conference games might happen. I don't I don't think that there will be any world in which there are fans at any of these. Um, which is another another thing with, with the problem. We'll see I think we'll see a successful end to the NBA season. Um, I think we'll see a successful uh, NHL and what MLS has has going on will will keep going because they are able to bubble off with those smaller numbers of teams and personnel. But especially football, where um, everybody every player touches another player um, every single play, um, the the transmission rates and that would just if if one person eked in and I. And I really don't know how you could even bubble off college students to travel when they're students to travel to other places and play it. If if one one player in a football game has it, I just don't see how it wouldn't pass to twenty five in in three hours, if not more. Right. Yeah, you've got heavy contact, logistical nightmares. And a virus that thrives on close contact uh, d- doesn't seem optimistic, does it? Mm. No. no, I mean, unless you're getting, I mean, people talk about herd immunity, but that means every single person on that team either has to has to get it, really, and anybody that's around the the program, and that's risking a lot of a lot of health for um, you know college football, and and I just don't. I don't know. I don't have my hopes up. Uh, I think professionals can do it a lot more easily than colleges can because college kids are going to be college kids, you know, no matter what. Um, and there's so many people around the college programs too. It's insane. I mean, there's not only the football team, but all the managers, all the equipment personnel, all the um, uniform people, all the, the bands, the cheerleaders, are they going to be involved? Uh, the coaching staffs, obviously, the, the the weight room, the weight program, all that stuff comes into into play, and I mean that's that's so many people to try to monitor. It's crazy, and a lot of money that's being spent on testing and retesting 
and uh, and it's it's I think it's gonna be tough. And back to your point on college kids being college kids. I mean, it's most places are probably like ninety percent online classes now. If I had to guess uh, for this next semester, and I guarantee you, all those kids still went back to their college towns just in case Sky Bar or Magnolias or something open, <laughs> opens for one Friday night. They're not sticking around in their hometowns. Yeah, Auburn has received funding on a. Auburn has received funding to, and I think Alabama has as well. They're testing every single student upon arrival. Wow. Um, so that will be that will be interesting. In in what is a student living? I'm sure they have a protocol for this, but what is a student living in a dorm room? Um, what do you do with them when they test positive? Like, where do you put them? I don't, especially if they're for, uh, a, a very far out of state student. Unless you, you just decide to quarantine for them. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, they probably they probably would just rent them a hotel room and fire them off campus. Yeah, we haven't even talked about you know what what this does to the college towns. I mean, Auburn, I know specifically, um, makes most of its money. All the businesses, all the everything in Auburn is making its money from college football and college athletics. So, uh, I mean, it, this could, you know, devastate. I think the somebody from Alabama, I don't know uh, who, I don't know if it was Saban or their president or whatever, they were throwing out like $10 billion or something that they make a year on just from like college athletics, just within Tuscaloosa. So I, I can, that's, that's a number that scares me is what's going to happen to all to everything in Auburn um, or in these smaller college towns um, without people swarming to, to uh, come to the games. Well, so yeah. let, me put, let me put something in your head that uh, I didn't think this number was going to be as low as it was. Population of Auburn is only uh, 65,000. So when, the, when classes are in session, population of the uh, towns, uh, what is that? 33% about, yeah. Yeah, and then it triples or quadruples again on game days, mm -hmm. whatever it is, whatever the number is. Yeah, you effectively cut your economy in half, or I guess in a third, uh, if you don't let people come down for anything. People in the South will find a way, though, I, I, I would think. <laughs> if there's a game to be played, they'll, they'll be doing something somewhere with a large group of people. I, I, I think I, that's pretty much in the books. Yeah, I have, have. Have you heard uh, anything on? Has have tailgate guys released anything? They, so they have released all they have released to us is a poll asking us, "Would we come to games if nobody was allowed in the stadium?" Basically, to which we said yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll go drink outside the stadium if uh, <laughs> if there's football going on inside it. Yeah, no, they they are very much holding off until probably the 13th hour uh, before they'll give us uh, an answer one way or another. We do that. We're building temporary fencing around our tent each day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you would have to have like a list of people that can come in, you yeah. know? Yeah. We'll get an off-duty you know, announcer. Yeah, no. Uh, the, the games being played would have to be different. The Like, yeah. I'm remote, not letting, remote I'm not drinking letting, by yourself. <laughs> I'm not letting some six-year-old that I 
off the walking down the sidewalk play with like our cornhole boards or something like that. Just right. like we'll have to have like a temperature reader for anybody that <laughs> comes up. You to want to play cornhole? Here, what's your temperature? <laughs> Let's see if you have a fever. Uh, yeah, I've got a thermometer thermometer gun somewhere. Uh, that we, that'll just have to be become a part of the uh, tailgate equipment. I mean, that's what we have to do at work. Everyone that yeah. comes in the door gets scanned. So Same. thankfully I work in my home now, so it's, I don't have to deal with that. This has been easy. This was all an easy transition for me. I haven't worked in an office in uh, three or four years. I've been a work from home guy for a long time now. Yeah, it's been weird. I've been, I guess, working from home since mid mid-March really, eh, late March, I'd say. Um, so, and now I'm permanently working from home, so it's, <laughs> it's fine by me. <laughs> Lucas, I've seen you guys streaming for work. You seen what? You guys were streaming a bit for work, weren't you? Yeah, we're producing content almost, almost daily. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's been very, very different um, being in an, uh, I'm in, in church, I'm in local church ministry. So being in a, uh, adapting from something that is, uh, very connectional and, and lots of, and relying on people talking to each other, communicating, hugging, shaking hands, whatever to, to going all remote has been a constant challenge. It's a good thing. Our buddy Cole stopped working for the the, for the Braves ticket sales about two years ago, huh? Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Whoever the the poor sap is that took Cole's place is having a tough time. <laughs> I don't. I don't envy that guy. Jeez. I wonder how everything's going up at like SunTrust Park or what is it? Sun True? Is it going to be Truist. Truist Park now? What an awful name. <laughs> I wonder how the battery is and all that stuff. Uh, I know, I got a buddy who went out there on Friday night. I was like, that's, he was like, you want to come with? I was like, no, it's expensive, <laughs> far away, and COVID. COVID Cove. <laughs> yeah, I mean, might as well rename it. Yeah, it was, it was a very bold move. That, it's an interesting, also, standpoint when, from, from the sports perspective when people are playing inside when the players are playing inside and traveling in and out of the stadium will they st i wonder how the the battery will, will work uh the battery has the entrance and exit on the back side for people associated with the team i doubt they would go through the or i guess truest park has that access in the back and i doubt people would actually go through the battery that's true yeah um but I, you know, just I, well, I would assume that I would, but it's still just a guess because they used to kind of parade people out in front in that uh, little square for certain games. Yeah, I kind of feel bad that the Rangers had their new park open up to to this, um, you know, no real pomp and circumstance or anything like that. It's just, uh, it's uh, kind of sad. There's a there's a contractor somewhere sweating over the loan he took out on building that. Oh, no doubt. But they, they built, you know, they built uh, something similar to the battery right next to the Rangers ballpark, which is really cool. It's, it's called Live at um, Texas Live is what it's called, Texas Live. And it's got like the similar bars and restaurants that are in there that 
that the battery has too. So um, I bet it would kind of be fun to go out there. Yeah. Lone Star. <laughs> Lone Star. Great, great average beer. Great life. <laughs> great average beer. Uh, good quote. Uh, I think when we when we uh, cleared out the condo down in Auburn, uh, we found a sixer of Lone Star that I'm willing to bet was uh, Young Wills at one point. No doubt. No, no doubt. That was that was my beer whenever I'd, I'd bring it back back with me. Oh man. Um, well, anything else that you guys want to uh, cover before we wrap up? Any parting shots on the NBA there, uh, Lucas? Who do you think is going to excel? I think it's going to be the GOAT LeBron James is to lose. Uh, I think he's going to be a well-rested LeBron. I I don't really know how well-rested LeBron and Anthony Davis are going to fall to anybody. but Our Mavs Mavs played them all right. Uh, Yeah, I know. Good Good old Luca. Uh, but Kristaps, Kristaps had to quarantine. Kristaps Porzingis had to quarantine yesterday for not showing up to his COVID test, which was bizarre. See, see, there's there's a damn uh, hole in that system because I mean it was like an off day, and they and he just like forgot to go get it, or that's what he said. They should like go and handcuff those players and take them down to go get tested every day. Language okay. barrier. You almost need like a handler or something. <laughs> yeah. to- Keep an eye on you. Yeah, no oblating glass. <laughs> hey, at least the, the Mavs haven't had anyone on their team get photographed at, uh, at nightclubs uh, after after leaving the bubble for family reasons or whatever it was. Unreal that he went to Magic City. I, I think they were saying somebody was saying that they've got like he's got chicken wings named after him at Magic City, so he's he's got a frequent there. Did you guys see that Johnny Manziel tweet? What was the Johnny Manziel tweet? Uh, some uh, some um, ESPN announcer was ripping on him for heading out to Magic City, and Johnny Manziel like commented on it. it was like something just real basic. It was like, I mean, I get where you're coming from, but those are some damn good wings. Like <laughs> just keeping yeah. his name in the press. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I guess I guess they make makes good food at Magic City. Um, uh, I don't know if it's their number one piece of entertainment, but uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. But it should, yeah, be, it should be interesting to see. Yeah, I don't like that the I don't want the Lakers to win, but uh, it it'll be them or or the Clippers or probably the the Bucks if I had to guess. I mean. Giannis is might be well rested again, and he may tear it up. I don't know. Lakers or Mavs, that's who it's going to be. I just want the Mavs to knock one team off, like in the playoff. I want them to knock somebody out that they're not supposed to, and then they'll probably lose in in four or five games after that. But my biggest fear is that the Pelicans go on some strange run after the NBA completely entirely catered this whole thing around Zion. Makes me sick. Is he back? Is he back in the bubble yet? I think he is. Is that his, his undisclosed family uh, emergency, which was all right? We gotta all go get get on the same page about how much money Duke gave me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
I was I was really hoping that the NBA's plan would fall apart and he would be out for a while. I, I'm like not wishing anything bad upon him, but just this whole thing backfiring so he wouldn't even be able to play. That would have like been the funniest thing. Like the NBA, why did you randomly put 22 teams in when Zion isn't even available, who's played <laughs> in like 19 games? Let's just leave break. A, a, a nice even number of eight teams out of this thing. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Throw in six bonus teams and leave out leave out eight teams. That makes sense. <laughs> let let them have their loser bracket somewhere else. Yeah, that'd be funny, um, man. So we're gonna get a whole lot of these championship runs stacked on top of each other with everything going on. Um, how t- it, it, do, have they announced when those what those dates are going to be? Is it still kind of played by ear? I think they've got dates. I don't exactly know um, the exact ones. It's got to be like a month or, or a month and a half, probably time span, because it's not that many games. Besides the MLB, is sixty games, uh, yeah. and then they'll have their playoffs. I know that the PGA Tour is about to ramp up into all their stuff. They've got a major coming up, and then they'll go basically straight into the playoffs after that. And I think it's mid-August. And then they've got um, the Masters is now in November. So we're about to go into good stretch for for golf for sure. I don't know. That doesn't get everybody out of bed in the morning, but uh, that that gets me out of bed. There was some kind of of crazy uh, scenario that had developed. I don't know. I think it's still in place as far as things are gone, that there would be a Saturday – that is um, might have Major League Baseball playoffs. I'm not positive about that, but I know it's, it would be a college football Saturday with the Masters going on and the Kentucky Derby all in the same day. Just absolute mad, absolute glorious madness of a day. Sports a lot of day. people, a lot of people spread thin on their bank accounts that day. <laughs> if that if that day comes to fruition, we need to be at our tailgate and we need like four TVs. Or, yeah, or whatever, an alternate. If we can't tailgate there, an alternate tailgate. Yeah, we'll, we'll take rent over out a bar available. The B-dubs parking lot or something. Yeah, we could rent out B-dubs. How about that? <laughs> yeah, I bet that price tag's not, a, not shock, as shocking as you might think. That would be like paying for a tailgate, man. Mm-hmm. Oh. God, that'd be wild. I, I know there was talk like at one point they were thinking that you might have like you might have basically every major championship falling into one month uh, if things had stacked up right. And I, I've got no it's all just so up in the air that uh, it'd just be like a wild four weeks back to back. But uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out. Yeah, I'm just uh, sad. My, my boy Corey Kluber after one inning is done for like over a month. Oh, that was same with and 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 Verlander, who was out for the season yesterday, is like swearing that he's not out now. Saw uh, Paula Duca on Twitter, who is an entertaining baseball follower from time to time, but he was chirping about you race everyone to get back and then wonder why in the first weekend like twelve pitchers go down with arm injuries. Well, that's what I that was my question going into this whole thing when I was when I was thinking about it. I was like. All these guys are supposed to be working from home, but they're not doing – or working out from home, but they're not doing all the team-organized and doctor-facilitated um, workouts 
I mean, they're trying to, I guess they're, they're told to, but they don't have guys monitoring them throwing every day. They're not making sure that they're icing down and, and warming up and cooling off and doing all this stuff. So pitchers were the, have got to be the number one injury that we're going to see besides uh, like pulled hamstrings and, and strained obliques guaranteed. It's going to be those three Ooh, so many obliques. I mean, an absurd amount of obliques, a muscle that no one knows until somebody te- tears one swinging a bat, like Albert Pujols or somebody. Chipper Jones probably had an oblique transplant at some point. That was his go-to, his, his main <laughs> injury was the oblique. Well, I went driving to work in Atlanta. I would always see like this uh, sign. It was, it, it was like, uh, for some either chiropractor or or uh, like a orthopedic place and it was like chipper jones favorite spot or something like that it's like this man must have lived there for a few years they have good <laughs> oblique fan of taco mac and orthopedists yeah, just <laughs> get a massage at robert Kraft's place <laughs> Yeah, I mean, definitely with this stay-at-home stuff, I, I'm, I know I'm more into, like, the racing stuff than some of the team sports stuff. But, like, uh, it, I don't know if you guys followed it at all, but there was a, a pretty good stretch where Formula One drivers were, like, hopping online with uh, steering wheels they got off Amazon uh, and racing against each other on, like, Twitch streams and stuff. Just yeah, they were doing all that iRacing and stuff. Yeah, and NASCAR was doing that for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, that like luckily for them they had something where they could transition to it and practice I'm doing some air quotes because uh, nothing's going to be the same as you know pulling a lateral G uh, yeah car and hoping you don't hit somebody else yeah I mean I guess they're just shooting for content you know and they can still get sponsors and that type of stuff too so uh, at least bring some sort of attention to the sport when you know there's not not a whole lot else going on. I think, I think there's, they're racing. I think they were at Texas Motor Speedway or something this last week or two weeks ago or something like that. Um, yeah. They NASCAR, so. qualifying again. Um, yeah. Yeah. You got that whole iRacing thing got so crazy. I, I actually have got a steering wheel that I use and I do all that sort of stuff. I got it for like 200 bucks, like two years ago. And so many people bought those because they were stuck at home for COVID that that same thing I got two years ago that's outdated tech now was $500 the other day on Amazon. Just supply and demand. It's disgusting. It's filthy. Like in <laughs> NCAA 14. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've, lo- I've, actually, I've loaned Lucas uh, some old video game console and some games. Uh, were you able to get your hands on a copy of uh, NCAA? Yeah. Friends here in in town and uh, lent me his, and <laughs> I've been thankful for that. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I'm I'm wondering if Rob, if my brother has still has his. He's still got the old Xbox 360s. So I'm thinking he probably still has that NCAA game. But he was playing something stupid. He was playing like ESPN NCAA football, like 04. Uh, the ESPN college football games were trash. It was terrible, and in in the they didn't hit the whatever game mode he was playing. It didn't have a simulated clock. So it was like a 40 minute game. I mean, the score was, he simulated the first half, but the second half was a legit like 20 to 30 minutes 
and he scored like he came back from being down 40 and scored like 120 points. <laughs> it was something obscene. And I was like, why are you playing this game? It's graphics are terrible and it's unbelievably unrealistic. I mean, what are you doing? Oh my god, that's hilarious. It's just peak boredom, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Gotta do what you gotta do to survive in this craziness. No kidding, man. I was I got deep into Rocket League for a while. Still <laughs> still hopping on every now and then. Yeah, I know. I I noticed that every time I hop on, I can see that you uh you've been playing. Um, well, guys, thank you guys for coming on. Uh, I won't take up any more of your nights. I know Lucas is still trying to get out of his office. Uh, so uh, we're we're gonna wrap up. But uh, later this week, we've got two uh, new episodes with two new movies coming up uh, that you guys are gonna enjoy. Um, and we will catch you next time. Thanks for having us, Scrat. Thanks for having us. Oh yeah.